Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I want to talk with you today about songwriting. So far, all of you guys have heard me talk about my author journey. And as excited as I am about my spring release in 2019 for my YA Christian Fiction, there's something so powerful about when it hits for me to write a song. And it's like completely different. The feeling that comes over me is completely different than when I get an idea for a novel, when I get an idea for a scene or a character. It's just, it's so hard for me to explain. And I would love to talk to another songwriter out there in this world because I've never met another songwriter. Y'all, I'm from a small town, and I don't get out much, but it would be nice if I knew that, like, what other people's songwriting processes are, and as much as I research author processes, I've never really done that. I've never looked into that, but I'd just love to share with you what happens to me, so I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it starts. Usually it's at the end of the day and I may start to feel a little sad. And that's usually when I notice a pattern with me with poetry or songwriting is that it's, it kind of hits me when I'm in this maybe melancholy mood. And maybe that's the way for my spirit to claw itself out to worship itself out is to then give me a song. And I love Christian music so much. You guys just do not understand how much I love worship music. Um, and my favorites are the old gospel hymns. The old timey, How Great Thou Art is my favorite. My son's song for his life is Amazing Grace. That's how much I sang that song over my child when he was a baby. Um, but just the old-timey hymns, just as I am without one plea. I mean, y'all just don't know when the preacher will quote some of those in his sermon or when they'll switch into the contemporary to the, the what I call the old-timey hymns. I'll start to cry in church just because it reminds takes me back to my grandma. So when I write, all of my songs pretty much are slow songs. They're pretty much just these worship songs that I think have this old feel to them. Not maybe the new feel. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But when I hear it in my head, I hear instruments start to play. And I actually hear pianos and violins. I don't hear the loud drums or the electric guitars. None of that is in the background. If it's a guitar, it's an acoustic. But I really hear the violins and the piano. And I love Carrie Job. And when we went to see her in concert and she had her violinist there, I was like, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. <laughs> but I'll tell you that each time I get a song... I can't stop singing it. 
And I'm just very thankful for the notes section of my phone. Or if a song hits me when I'm in the car, I do audio recording and I just never let anybody else hear it. <laughs> so they don't have to hear me sing that pain and punishment. Um, but it just comes. And usually it'll always kind of start with chorus. It'll always start with the chorus and then I'll build around. And so last night, I started reading poetry, so I knew something was happening because I went back and I pulled up Frost because I love just the classics, guys. And I bet y'all know which Frost poem I'm talking about. We all read it probably in ninth grade. I teach it in ninth grade. <laughs> um, but the road not taken, and I read it, and then I started thinking about the roads and thankful that I had Jesus with me on my road and then I thought about the woman walking on a road and she was in a crowd and she had been sick for 12 years and she just wanted to touch the hem of his garment and me reading Frost then turned into a song called Your Garment and I wrote it in, like, as fast as I could type. I don't, I don't, like, mull over the words, and maybe other songwriters do, but it's probably because they might get theirs actually sung, like, by famous people, but mine are just, like, on my blog <laughs> for me and as a, a way to journal and document but it takes me a clear two minutes, a clear five minutes, and I have the song. And it just sings within me, and it just keeps singing. And if I could just touch your garment, if I could just touch your hem, and I would be healed from your promises. Like, it just keeps coming. And so then, if I do write something like, so last night, when I wrote your garment, I wanted to go back and I wanted to read in the Bible the story. Just in case, you know, did I misrepresent the word? But then the Spirit gave me the, the words that I was supposed to say. So I knew that it would not be a misrepresentation and it was not. And I, but I still did my fact checking just to clarify, because I am human, and I put, kept it on my notes section, and it was too late to blog it, because I had had a long day, and um, without a nap, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> and um, I knew when I woke up this morning, that was going to be the first thing I would have to do, is to take it off my notes, and praise the Lord for it. And a way that I do that is, is to make the work public. Because even if somebody doesn't sing along, they don't know the tune that I have in my head, and I cannot write music. I cannot play an instrument. My children are gifted. Thank God for their talent. Um, but I can't. But it's like poetry on paper. That's all a song is. So when I write them down, I don't expect people to, you know, get the beat. 
I just pray that maybe it can help someone else if they're going through something and they need to call out to the Lord. Or it can give them a part of the Bible in a new way. And maybe have them think deeper on how we are like that woman in so many ways. Always looking for the world to fix us. And there is only one that can. So that's kind of like my songwriting process. It just comes from maybe a sadness or maybe it's when I'm tired. Maybe when it's, I'm emotionally drained and I can't think of any more words to say. Like I'll pull out. I bought this book, this it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it has trees on it. It's gorgeous. I love it so much. And it's a book of poems from Emily Dickinson. I love her. And I, I'll just sometimes I'll just read and I'll read and I'll just flip through. And then next thing I know, I'm writing. And it's just that is completely separate than my novels or my blogs or or how I do my Bible studies. But then it becomes a part of my worship because my poetry is there to praise the Lord. So I'm very thankful that I'm not going to call it a gift because my songs could be completely a mess. But I'm very thankful that I have that outlet because they matter to me. So I think when we write, we can put ourselves in this one thing. Like, I only write nonfiction, or I only write horror, or I only write memoir, or biographies, or, you know, women's, you know, lit, or whichever. And sometimes I think we just need to be open to write. Just write. You could be a songwriter. You just may have never identified yourself with someone who writes songs. Trust me, I didn't always write poetry. It wasn't until 2014 that it really um, surprised me. And I'm not giving it a, a, you know, a qualification of five-star rating. <laughs> of songwriting. I just know it's my way of whatever I'm feeling getting out and redirecting my mind and refocusing me onto who is in charge. I think there was one point when I was so overwhelmed and I was so like busy, I was like, I was writing a lot of poetry, a lot of songs. That's how I know the pattern of when I start to do it. Is when I can kind of look back and say, well, what was really going on in that moment or in those times? And I had short bursts of time. I didn't have long extended times like my summer to write a novel or my Christmas break to write a novel or a devotional. So I think the songwriting helps me, too, to keep writing. 
And I'm not like a song a week. And when they hit, they'll stay with me. Like if I could just touch your garment, if I could just touch your hem, I know I would be healed in your promises. I know that I would be whole again. That's going to stay with me all day. It's going to be humming it in my brain. I'm about to go to work. And that's a good thing because the Lord is in that song. (laughs) So I challenge you today to read some poetry, to read some song lyrics. You know, even if you're not a songwriter or a lover of poetry, just go out there and just explore. Just read. I love the Poetry Foundation. I also like, because of me teaching, and I I like to look up like the top 100 poems. Like, such beautiful work. Such beautiful work is out there. Langston Hughes. I mean, I I can tell you so many. E.E. Cummins. Poe. Oh, I love Poe and Annabelle Lee. So just go out and explore some poetry. That short burst could be the words of encouragement that you might need today or just a word of inspiration, and then you can share it with somebody else. And get on your social media. Go to Pinterest. Type in your favorite poem. Get an image and just share out your poetry today. Let it be like Poetry Tuesday (laughs) for today. Go out and get a song lyric, one of your favorite songs, one that you can't help but sing along, and find you an image of that. Post it out on social media and, and just talk about music today. Because music is that universal language. We all know that. Music hits us in a way that other words cannot. I challenge you. I would like for us to pray together a Bible verse found in Titus 3, 4, 5. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for saving us. Thank you for your loving kindness and the grace that you have extended upon us. Thank you for being a forgiver of sins, for giving us a new day, and for not holding our past against us, Lord. Teach us the words that we are supposed to say so that we can go out and be a witness to other people, God, who do not know you. Let us be an example, God. We ask you, Lord, that you continue to do the work in us that you have set forth. Build us up, strengthen us. Help us to build relationships and connections that are good for us, God. Thank you for always being there, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.
So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.